Yo, 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 yo. What is up, everybody? Shout out to all the fans out there. Shout out to you right now if you're watching on MLG Highlights. Shout out to you right now if you're watching on Hoops and Brews. But we're here. I am back. I am live. In your ear. Back to talk some NBA, man. Uh, there's been a lot going on behind the scenes that, for some reason, we all know about. And that is very, very interesting to me. Because for some reason, for some reason, everything Kyrie Irving says makes its way on ESPN. And every single goddamn thing that Kyrie Irving says winds up on The Athletic, on Bleacher Report, very interesting, right? Because I ain't, I, you, you ain't heard us put out one negative story about Kyrie. And do you want to know why? Because information is not being leaked to us to make Kyrie Irving look like a goddamn fool. And that's what's going on right now. And it's unfortunate that we got all these goddamn black TV show hosts and fake-ass analysts Good basketball player, great post player, can't dribble. I can probably dribble better than him, and I can't dribble at all. But we got all these fake-ass analysts that was weak as hell as players sitting up here telling all these dudes what to do with their money, with their time, with their civil liberties, and their and, and they properties, and their lives, and their health. You got all these motherfuckers telling these young people what they should do. Now... I've never said they should boycott or they shouldn't. If you ask me my personal opinion, I'm going to say, yeah, why not? Because they got enough billionaire buddies or you know, 100 millionaire friends that if they really wanted to put this Trump guy and have him stop, I'm sure enough phone calls could be made. Same with the NFL. I'm sure a lot of stuff that's going on right now is hurting a lot of rich people's pockets and they're not being able to exponentially get richer. And inherently as black people, and, and the system that is capitalism, other people get rich while we get pennies on a dollar. And you got all these people at all these networks that in reality is scared that they check gonna be gone, that that motherfucking check gonna disappear because every company been downsizing, whether you an agency or a talent company, or sports league. Everybody essentially really but the NBA. ESPN's NBA people, they still there. But guess what? Players say, yo, we boycott and we ain't coming back to October. Man, your favorite ESPN host that's talking all that bullshit right now, he ain't gonna even have a job. We saw Whitlock fat ass get ousted. Why you think these guys get ousted? Because these companies ain't making the money because these athletes ain't out there dribbling that goddamn basketball. So tonight on Real Talk with TPJ, I actually have four guests, and I'm going to bring them all in one at a time. First guest that we have tonight is John W. Davis. John W., what is up? How you doing tonight? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, TPJ. How are you, man? I'm doing very, very well. You fired up. You fired up. I I mean, because I'm I'm sick of it. I'm not going to call it coonery but i will call it buffoonery and i'll leave it at that next up our second guest i'm about to introduce is the homie cam you know him as c underscore s on twitter he always has the best hot takes and he hella funny he got jokes so cam welcome to the show what's up man how you doing good man the last guest, well, not the last guest, the second to last guest. I don't know. It's, it looked like he's talking to somebody in the background, so I don't know if he's ready. You ready, Biso? Next up, we got Biso joining the program. Shout out to the homie Biso. And then from California, got the homie Darius. He about to join. Darius, yeah, the top of your head is cut off. Center yourself a little bit. But we got the homie Darius. He's been our resident, Dr. Umar Johnson on Twitter. Darius, if you can, put on your headphones as well. Welcome to the program. Welcome to Real Talk with TPJ. We are here. We are live right now. 
Now, I'm going to open up the floor first to John W. because he was the first caller to call in. John W., what I would like to hear from you specifically is what are your thoughts on the NBA bubble and should the players return? And then lastly, do you believe that people have the right to be upset with Kyrie Irving for wanting to potentially boycott the season? And I'll leave it there. Go ahead, John. Talk to us. Well, let me start with the last part first. I know you asked me to talk about the bubble first, yeah. but I'll talk about yeah. it in totality. So fine. Kyrie Irving is not playing regardless. Am I right? Yes, he's not playing. So he can say whatever he wants. When you talk about the bubble, I think that they had a proper idea on how to do it because, like we talked about before, Disney is private property. You can't even fly over Disney. Okay, I worked in Orlando. We couldn't even send our helicopters over Disney. If we wanted to get a shot of Disney, we had to be on the boundaries of Disney and you shoot into Disney. Okay, so they have all of these acres. They have five, six different parks. The wide world of sports has an arena that can seat 8,000 people. So they had a good plan. I think that there's just so much unknown and there's a lot of fear. So, and it's okay to be fearful in this time. Mm -hmm. So you think about all of that and people have questions. And I think it's okay for people to have questions. Mm -hmm. They always tell you in school, you know, there's no wrong question. There's no bad question in an educational situation. This is an educational situation. All of these guys are experiencing this for the first time. There's nobody on earth right now living that is playing in a sport that has gone through anything like this before. So it's all new. And we all know that Kyrie Irving thinks a little different. And I think that's okay. He can think whatever he wants. I think that especially now, because not only are we talking about the coronavirus pandemic, Mm -hmm. we're talking about the second wave of pandemic after George Floyd, Maude Aubrey, Breonna Taylor. We're talking about all of that. We're talking about a second pandemic against specifically against black men and women of all genders and sexual orientations of everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. So with all of that in mind, people have to be respectful of what somebody else says. Like, I don't know the point of coming at Kyrie if he has an idea that may be left of center or right of center. What's the point of that? If you don't agree, you don't agree. It's fine. You we, you and I don't agree sometimes, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to go texting somebody and say, oh, TPG said, TPJ said this, blah, 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 blah. He's, uh, he's out of his mind. Like, I'm not going to do that. So yeah. that's my big thing is I don't understand why there's this public beef right now. And I, and I know that there's no major sports on right now. I know we basically just have golf tournaments on the weekends and you have some international soccer right now and you got that Korean baseball. So I know you don't have domestic major sports right now. Yeah. So they're just looking for anything and everything to talk about. But some things you just don't talk about. I, I would be fine with them just analyzing how these 22 teams are going to play and yeah. some of these potential matchups and what this playoff is going to look like and what it would possibly look like if there were nine teams from the West or nine teams from the East. It was imbalanced. Why can't we just talk about basketball instead of what Kyrie Irving is saying or what he's not saying? I don't really care. He has his own opinion. He can say whatever he wants. And for people to demean him and to degrade him for things he's saying, no, I don't don't see that. I don't think that's valid. If you disagree with somebody, you disagree with them. But like hearing it out publicly, especially in this time when we're talking about Black Lives Matter, we need to be together. Yeah. Not divided over something like this. This is inconsequential. Talking about something like this, this is inconsequential. Yeah. Why don't you come together and talk about some of the issues and the different things that you know are is going on right now? Why don't you talk about how you want to put pressure on the NBA to to have a continued social justice platform? Why don't you talk about how you want to, you know, maybe do a a hashtag on a court or something like that? Why don't you talk about some of those things instead of going back and forth over this bubble like yeah I they're agree. going to play they're going to play if lebron james says they playing they playing 
Yeah, if LeBron says they're playing, but this is also the other thing about LeBron. LeBron, said they play. LeBron and Chris Paul said they're playing, so they're playing. Okay. All right. Well, then, like I said, if that's what it is, then that's are those, what it are is. those two not in charge? Yeah, those two. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, those two are in charge. But if a large part of the coalition and a large part of the players don't play, then they don't have a season. You don't have place players for the players. Then you know what? Then then this is what I told Pav. This is what I told Pav. I said then it'll be LeBron James Senior versus LeBron James Junior for the 2020 NBA Championship Finals. <laughs> They'll make that man a pro, and it'll be one on one them two, and LeBron will win his championship. LeBron trying to win a championship. Okay, yeah, but that's yeah, but but that's part of the issue that I have with it. But Cam, go ahead, talk to us. How do you feel about this? Is Kyrie tripping or is the media tripping? Uh, I don't really think Kyrie's tripping. To be honest with you, I feel like if you look at Kyrie's history, like he's the type of person who's very inquisitive. You know, what I'm saying he's very anti-establishment. He's very um, question everything and take everything beyond face value. So I don't think he's really tripping. Only thing the problem I had with it was. If he if he was going to make these types of uh, claims about not playing, he has to come with a better plan on how to execute. You see what I'm saying? And be a little bit more tactful because the media is going to portray him in a certain type of way because, like, we know LeBron wants to play basketball, and we understand LeBron has a very major foothold in how the media covers basketball today. You see what I'm saying? So yep. he has to come at it from a different type of angle. Kind of like how we saw Avery Bradley come at it, talking about, hey, we got to use black vendors. Just bringing different ideas to the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a problem with them saying they don't want to play. I don't at all. Like, don't whether they want to play or they don't, it's not, a, it's not a big factor to me. But I think the issue is more so the execution of it. I think that's what really set him back more so than anything. Yeah, I understand that. Darius and Biso, how do you guys feel about it? Well, you know, with, with Kyrie, he's always had these – Let's let's just let's just be frank. They just you know like some stuff you'd see in like the Inquirer or the Sun. He's following those type of theories, and it feels like he's like with all the recent tragedy and all the you know the protests, like some has stirred up within him. So you know when when you get fired up about something, you don't have the research, you don't have the ammo, you don't have you know you haven't studied. So he needs somebody in his ear to be like, all right, I've gathered everybody's attention with. You know, maybe we should sit out and this is our time to shine. But now you got to bring people in who are more educated. Like, hey, this person right here, he's the man with the plan. Or this person right here, he's more educated than me. But, you know, if he's going out there and he's solo and he's just fired up, then everybody's going to make him seem like, oh, he's a crackpot because he doesn't have any plan behind his energy. And that's where you always get lost. I mean, you get fired up. And then where do you but go after the that? Plan start with, but this is my question, and this is all, and this is in because I had this argument with my girlfriend's brother yesterday. Every plan starts with the spark of an idea. No plan nope. is started without an idea or without a person. No plan has ever been started without someone singularly being like, you know what? I kind of feel this way, and everybody like, well, what's your plan? Like, I don't really know, but something about this ain't sitting right with me. And usually well, somebody else will be like, you know what? I thought about that too. And then collectively after that, you all pull together and, and, and start to come up with a plan. I well, think the well, issue is, is that the NBA and these players have been leaking stuff like the Titanic. And these players have no one to blame but themselves for all of this drama because they don't have to leak everything that Kyrie Irving says. Tabiso, how do you feel about it? Um, well, I'm actually like hundred uh, percent with what Kyrie is doing. Um, I think just the stance that he's taking in terms of like, just not uh, contributing to like what the organization wants as the national basketball association. Um, I think the take him taking that stand, especially when we're talking about, um, just the problem with like black people and like where we stand in terms of like systematically, um, in this world. Uh, I just think that the stance that he's taking to not go to go against the grain and to not do what they essentially want him to do, um, which is to show up and play basketball. Um, I think just that stance alone says a lot within itself. And um, I w I'm not necessarily sure, like, if I would be one of the players to, like, not play because like, there's other ways to leave that kind of impact, too. Like, example, like, I would be thinking, like, taking the knee, like how Kaepernick did to bring that attention. 
but like I think just the that's the stance that he's taking alone is a great one. And I think that's I think that's the thing that people need to focus on more so than the antics and drama that's like around it. Because at the end of the day, like we're talking about like uh, a game where like a lot of the people that are upstairs are like of the other skin tone and like that's just like it's our game though like we're the ones that make it you know like we're the ones that are the ones that people are paying to see at the end of the day and like it benefits it benefits them to like just like keep it going but I feel like with something more important like this topic regards to hand I think you know I'm more so with Kyrie Dan with yeah, and I think you're the youngest one on here. You're what, 21, 22? Yeah, 21. How, how important do you think it is for these guys to spend this time that they would have instead of being in a bubble to be out to help educate and to get young people like yourself to vote? Like, or like what, are you, what are young people that are like yourself talking about? What are 22-year-olds talking about? How are you guys feeling right now about everything that's going on? And do you care about sports right now? Or is it one of those things where you're more concerned with what's going on in the world right now than you are with sports? Um, I'm 110% more concerned with what's going on in the world. Um, I think change is needed. And um, I think the fact that, like, people are willing to put the distractions and, like, their paychecks aside to bring that to attention matters a lot more than um, just watching basketball at the end of the day. Because basketball is here forever, you know, and, like, yeah. yeah, everybody's like, what if the NBA never comes back? It's like, if the NBA never comes back, it's because they win and started their own damn league. It's not because of any other reason. Yeah, people, like are always, people are always going to want to go to Pacey basketball. And even, when, yeah. and, even, and even some players leaking that Kyrie said that they should go start their own league. That really, really upset me. Because it's just like, yo, like, if it, why? I just really want to know why. You, but, you know what? I, I think that was a good thing to actually leak. Because it started dialogue within, you know, all the sports shows and this and that. And it really upset me to hear like a lot of the sports shows like Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Smith. They dismissed that topic immediately. And I'm like, but that's well, their job. Not? That's I, their I, job, I, though. No, no I, I understand that. But there have been black sports leagues in the past. You got your Negro Leagues. You got your Harlem Globetrotters. You got... Even if you want to talk other venues, you have like the Universal Soul Circus. There's been other black platforms that are entertainment based that were started by black people, ran by black people and in control by black people. So to dismiss it, even though the NBA has been a great partner for the many black players that's been there, I, I, I heard something. I, I forgot who, who said it, but they said that the NBA has probably generated the most wealth out of oh, any that was that was, was lame ass screaming a i'm oh. i'm through with that man oh but yeah, okay I, I i hate that I, shit they've helped yeah. black they've helped more black people but they we gotta understand though that that's his job help them make money it's like I'm, bruh, can, I ask, can i add something to that's this not discussion. his job that's not no his i'm job. i'm telling you that's his job not as his job. You got to understand ESPN and all these other media companies, they're in bed with the NBA and all these other Trust sports me. companies. So that's what all I'm saying. That. I know that. I know that. But then you can't get up there and sit up here and tell me that you being genuine when you're preaching about your platform. That's when it. Really but that's the role of the, of the black bourgeoisie. That's their role. But but guess what? But why did that? But, but that, that brings we another question. Why do they have a power. role? Exactly. Um, can I add even in power only for them to turn up, only for them to turn on us for a check. We put him in power. I we agree. We them damn video clips. We I agree. Shit. We the one that saved the memes and made this man the goddamn universal meme where where people and and and, and women and children and, and people that never watch sports know who he is because of a damn. I meme. agree. We did that shit. So I don't right. understand why he could he could get up there and be like, "Well, the NBA has made more black people make money than ever." Okay, so what? You telling me these black people can't get together with other black people and make money? I agree. Right. Me these agents. WME gonna stop wanting to make money. CAA gonna stop wanting to make money. I agree. Gers gonna but, stop wanting to make money. None of these companies are gonna want to stop making money. So what? No, it don't. It doesn't matter where these players go. They could go fucking play on the moon. Any of these goddamn companies that want to sell some advertising slots or some ad spots or get some ad sales or get some integrated marketing or get the actor that's in a movie to take a picture with LeBron so it make the movie get a little bit more attention. They gonna still fucking hit the hit whatever league it is up to get the shit right. accomplished. 
So yeah. people like Stephen A, like, I understand that you don't have to sit up there and lobby and be like, well, they should go start their own league. But don't sit up here and say, they've helped make black people more money than anybody else. It's like, who gives a damn if they make help black people make more money than anybody else? What if some black people help some more black people make more money than any black person ever helped them make before? Right. And, and, and also, black people have been vastly underpaid when it came to entertainment in every genre, whether it's music, whether it's sports, acting, all of that. Just look at the... Uh, the actors who are um, what what they're paid in, in in comparison to their white counterparts. Unless you're a megastar, you're vastly underpaid compared to an average white actor. And also, this is the only thing I want to say. And don't get me wrong, this is not a, a bashing the NBA thing because I feel like the NBA, the only thing they can literally all of them do is denounce the person that they've been donating millions of dollars to every year to his election campaign, the one that's causing all the one that's helping to continue cause civil unrest and the one that is clearly not concerned with anything that is currently going on in this country including hundreds of thousands of people dying i've i haven't heard any of these guys other than mark cuban say anything in regards to what's going on in the white house but the main issues that we have or it seems to be you know you know you know stemming from is the government but who the one that gets subsidized by the people and the taxpayers to get arenas built who the one that gets subsidized for the for, you know for these grand billion dollar constructions the taxpayers do these owners not paying for these damn arenas so when these players say we want to make a change or we think that there should be more being done the nfl promised 250 million dollars over the next 10 years they average annual profits is 13 billion dollars a year do you know how much of a percentage that is? That's less than 0.001%. That's bullshit. That's a fucking band-aid when you chopped off somebody's leg and you chopping off the rest of their limbs and you just keep putting band-aids on it and saying, don't worry, you'll feel better. But while you're at it, can you please keep singing the song you've been singing because it helps make everybody feel better? I don't understand that shit. I really don't. And I think that all of these guys that are utilizing these platforms for the wrong reason, your day of reckoning will come because the people going to remember who you are and where you stood at this point in time when the shit really hit the fan. And the people are going to be the ones that's not going to fuck with you. You ain't going to have to worry about the networks getting you out of there because the same reason why Whitlock got fired with, you know, from, you know, from FS1 is because the people didn't like him. And it reached the point where even when he was on ESPN and he would say controversial things, there were other black personalities there that he would usually be able to engage in with debate that were intellectually on his level. And that's no offense to Marcellus Wiley and any of these guys. But we know that a lot of the older ESPN reporters and, and things of that sort, they were scholars and they were people that have been creating and writing English and, 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 and you know, you know, and generating prose for years. So this is what they do in their sleep. John W., you can talk about whatever in your goddamn sleep, right? Versus these athletes, you put a guy like Whitlock on a platform where he just says mad outlandish stuff. And then the very constituency that helped get him popping in the first place is like, yo, we don't want to watch you anymore. And you know what happens? You get fired. And then you see what happened. They go in there and they work for the right wing thing because <laughs> the right wing thing, they can go over there and they can spew that bullshit because we don't mess with them no more. But then right. they'll be like, oh, well, right. it is what it is. And I just think that it's really egregious what's been going on in, in the media. And I think all of these white reporters that have been reporting negative things and been tweeting really, like, very honestly, like, racist stuff to me. It's just coded racist language. Exactly. I'm not rocking with it. I'm not rocking with it. There, there should not, Kyrie Irving shouldn't have to go to Taylor Rooks or any of these other black reporters or anyone around Kyrie shouldn't have to leak a statement to a black reporter because every white reporter is killing him and the network which all the white reporters work for are supporting them, pile on him. TPJ, can I add something? Because even if they don't play, right, everybody loves to say Kyrie get to sit at home if, 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 if they don't play. But he's still going to get money because he was technically injured. So if they don't play, he lose out on money too. So everybody acting like he being selfish. How? How? Other than saying we don't need to make money playing basketball while the world is on fire. TPJ, can I add something to this? Go so ahead, John W. Obviously, you know, I cover the WNBA. You've been following yes. it as well. So there's a model for individual platforms, okay? Maya Moore hasn't played basketball in a couple of years. She helped somebody get off death row, okay? She 
dedicated her basketball life. She basically stopped playing basketball. She didn't technically retire, but she stepped away from basketball for several years to help somebody off death row. There was a player today who could have played in the bubble on the Atlanta Dream, Renee Montgomery. She's a two-time WNBA champion Beautiful from UConn. Queen. I right. love you and I am proud of you. And whatever you need, I got you. Renee Montgomery decided no, actually, to step I'm away. A, I'm going to reach out to her because whatever she yeah. needs, even if she just needs help, free social media, whatever. Right. If she doing a service, I owe her something. That's right. the kind of shit we should be trying to do for each other. Right. Not but that's what I'm each other idiots for not taking money that, right. that is going to be tainted in the end. Go right. ahead, John. I'm sorry. But what I'm saying is there's a model for the individual platform. If those two can do it, and Renee Montgomery is still going to have a relationship with her team. Just because she's not playing in the bubble doesn't mean she's not still going to be doing stuff with the Atlanta Dream. Uh, so she decided she's not going to play in the bubble in Florida, in the Tampa area, but she's still going to participate in a panel talking about pride because it's Pride Month. So you can still have a relationship with your league, with your team, and still have your platform to talk about social injustice. So Kyrie, if Kyrie wants to not play, and he wants to talk and he wants to lead a movement, he can do that. There is a model for that. Muhammad Ali did that. Bill Russell did that. Kareem did that. Colin Kaepernick has done that. Maya Moore has done that. Renee Montgomery is doing that now. And I'm sure there might be another player or two from the WNBA who's not going to play, who just doesn't feel like now is the right time. It's okay to do that. But you don't need to stop the, the total group from doing it. His voice by himself will ring louder instead of if all of them weren't playing, then it would be 450 people kind of trying to get together to talk about it. But if it's Kyrie standing on the mountain alone, that means people are going to talk and listen to him every day. I think they will. But I think for Kyrie, I think his thing is it's bigger than me. And I think that we singularly are looking at him because he is currently being the disruptor in the situation. But I think that what we have to understand is that with him saying that it's bigger than him, he's also looking at other players and implicating those guys because Kyrie Irving is a max basketball player. He is a max contract salary basketball player. He is one of, when he is healthy, the 10 best players in the NBA. So... I think that his thing is, yes, I can do it, but we already know what they say about me. And it's not just about me. And although I understand that he got ticked off when they said that he couldn't go down to Orlando to be in the bubble. But also, I, under I understand it even from his perspective. Like, well, well, the ones of us that are injured, or, you know, we can't even go down there and participate. None of us can really bring any family to do this. If we get really, really sick, we all might wind up dying anyway. The world is on fire, and it's the, one of the craziest times that's going on. Like, yeah, if I can't go down there, then then what? Then like, then basically, I'm gonna be sitting up here protesting in spite of the NBA while the NBA is going. That don't make the rest of my brothers look good. That all that makes them look bad. If he just out here on a solo mission, because it's like, damn, y'all gonna play while? Yeah, we know Kyrie might be hurt, but honestly, let's be real. Kyrie is one of those guys where usually when he's injured, there's always a way for him to come back and participate, usually more times than not. It's just he's such a great player, you don't want to risk uh, further injury for him. But if they were a championship contender and Kevin Durant played all this year, he would be playing right now. But, I mean, if with COVID is going on, it's like I, I, I feel him. But also at the same time, if – only the few select of us are going to be go there, and those are going to be the biggest names, and LeBron being the biggest name, the one that is creating all of these institutions and things that's going to happen. How are he going to be able to make all this happen in a, in a bubble in Orlando while still practicing and basically probably playing games every single other day? That's also the other issue that I, that I understand with them having because people can say what they want to about these players, but one thing you cannot lie and say is that, they did not break the NBA stay-at-home protocol and go protest when all this stuff was happening. You saw players from all different teams around the entire U.S. in different places going and protesting. Yeah, but you and see what LeBron. You see what LeBron did though. LeBron had he's doing the voters' rights, yes. okay? And so that's a movement. That's not just him standing there by himself. That's him with other people, partners. So you don't have to do everything yourself. I agree. That's the thing. You don't. You don't have to be the only one. Like you can be the only one. There's a model for that. 
or you can have a coalition. So there's different ways you can do this. So LeBron, LeBron can do multiple things. I just think, but I just think that they're trying to be a coalition, and this is the thing that I was but saying. You, to but you don't team. have to have a coalition of 450 people. You can have a coalition uh, 25. Yeah, but, I think. But this is, yeah, but this is the thing. I don't think that it's just about the coalition of 25 people. I think that a lot of it is about hurting people's pockets. Like I think, literally, this is the close. Like this is the like. If you think about it, that's true. There are going to be 450 some players that are going to distribute X amount of dollars, right? Every team is going to allocate a certain amount of salary for the executives and people that work behind the scenes. The rest of the profit go to 30, to, I mean, go to 30 people. Ownership groups. You feel yes. me? Yes. So whatever the net is, 30 people really taking home that net. Cause when you factor in salary and all of that, that's going into your gross. You're not even thinking about that when you're net. So if they netting a few billion dollars or they stand to all lose $1.2 billion in revenue, I think part of this is as well as that, it, that we see, like, I think it was at least 10 plus of the NBA owners have donated to Trump's campaign post-election and donated to his election campaign when he was being elected. All of these players have problems with Trump. So if I'm any of these players, I'm going to go back and help y'all make another billion dollars so that way y'all can continue to fund the man that we all have problems with. So if I'm the players, I understand the ones that are like, yeah, we kind of like I understand the money behind it, but like, yeah, but how? But how do you defeat somebody in politics by voting? You know, by hurting their pockets and by voting, by hurting their pockets, by voting, exactly, by hurting their pockets and voting. If those players, this is, are yeah, playing, but you, but you're not gonna hurt their pockets between now and November, between the election. Did you, only, did you not just? Yeah, what you I can. The, the remainder of this season, both stand point and also yeah but but michael jordan michael jordan is the only one that's less than two billion dollars everybody else is a multi-billionaire minority right but i'm saying everybody everybody other than michael jordan in the league all the, all the other 29 have between 50 billion dollars and like three billion dollars of net worth you're trying to save michael jordan it's no, I'm not other, saying that. I'm saying I'm saying that you're not gonna hurt. You're not really gonna hurt their pockets. Mm, I disagree with not that. I disagree. I disagree with that. If you, if, I if disagree you know too. TV, if you know anything about TV contracts, agencies, and networks, every single agency right now is laying off people and and firing staff and putting on people on furlough because of the fact that agent literally Hollywood has been shut down since June 12th. Yeah, they but you know, but you know what these owners did. You know what these owners probably did, TBJ. When the right. stock market was down 20%, they put some money in there and they didn't already made that money back. Guess what? They're straight, man. Yeah. They're not worried about this. It's fine. Yes, you can say Bomber that, got but, $50 billion. Yeah, but only 20 only twenty of them, I saw the list. It's either 18 or 20 of them are billionaires. The other ones are 100 millionaires. It's of so owners? Yes. No, every yes. no. Michael Jordan is the lowest one. Everybody I, else I is mo is two I billion. Saw a chart earlier. It said that it said literally that Michael Jordan was twentieth on that list at two billion. So there's people I, below him. I, I saw thirtieth on the list. So maybe 30th? I was looking at okay. maybe I was looking at the wrong list. Maybe I saw it wrong. I want to look it up. But even then, I'm not worried about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan got Nike behind him. Yeah, I don't. I'm not worried about him either. The rest of them owners, trust me. They start losing out on billions of dollars because these players are not playing. Trust me. Trust me. With the best product off the floor, it's going to make a difference. And that's I mean, we, we see it already. We see it already, bro. They're already it's pressed to get back playing. They're already pressed to get – they're pressed. Like, we know – all. there is a certain group of owners within the league that are, like, multi-billionaires. You know what I'm saying? Who got money outside of the NBA. Bomber but there's also – Yes, what I'm saying. Right. We, but, but, we understand okay. that. But, think but it's about also it like a smaller group, like a like I'm a fan of the Miami Heat, right? Mm -hmm. Nikki Harris is majority of their money is tied up in the carnival system, right? And the in uh cruises. Who's taking a cruise right now? Nobody. That's what I'm saying. Like right. eventually, like they're gonna lean on the NBA to make money eventually, or they're gonna have to sell their team. So my point is like you're gonna have to, we're gonna have to as a as a collective group of black people, we're gonna have to understand like we're playing an economic game. Uh, while we understand, yes, we live in a republic and we have the vote in order to uh, to elect politicians to do to represent us and do our bidding within Congress and the Senate and all these other places. Mm -hmm. These people are backed by big companies and we're playing in a monetary system that's backed off of debt. So we have to understand we're going to have to take a loss as a collective in order to make a gain as a collective. 
Meaning guys like LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, these guys are going to have to take a step back monetarily up front getting paid for the NBA if they really want to make a difference overall for a greater for a greater scale for not only themselves but the the smaller people who are in the NBA. You see what I'm saying? How, how Especially, long are you talking about doing that, though? Are we talking about just this season or are we talking about longer than if, that? Even if it's just this season or, or changes, next season, do you know how – Are we talking about just the rest of the season? Even if it's the rest of the season. I'm only talking about the rest of the season when I okay. say that $1.2 billion. If they play another season, that's a whole other $5 billion in revenue that can be made. They're going to split it, but still, the ownership groups – yeah, they full of billionaires, but they not all as own as large as Bomber. I'm even looking at some of these ownership uh, uh, groups. It's a few two billionaires, three billionaires. But as you see, the American, we are in a recession right now. You think that you think that billionaires in the middle of a recession don't want to keep making money and keep printing money? Yeah, they do. And I'm and like I said, I'm not mad at any of these guys if they don't play. I understand it. And shout out to I Glasses. Do. Glasses Malone is about to come through. Um, and talk with us for a second. But I'm not upset at any of these billionaires. I understand them. But, and I'm not upset at any of these players. Glasses, what's up? How you doing, man? Welcome to Real Talk with CPJ. How you doing? Man, thank you, man. I'm cooling, man. I tried to make sure I jump on, man. It's been talk all day today. Yeah, so I want to hear what your opinion is on what's going on in the NBA and what these guys like Perk and all these guys are saying about these players potentially boycotting or not wanting to play or whatever. What do you think about that? Perk is screwing up, first off. Perk tripping. Perk out of line. There's no way. Nothing Kyrie's saying is wrong. Kyrie is true. The, the, the NBA is a distraction to the movement. It always has been. Um, it's nothing wrong with being a little distracted, but you got to be honest. You know, you want things to go back to normal so you feel better. The NBA gives a false sense of normality where it's like, okay, everything is good in the world again. So I agree with mm-hmm. Kyrie that it's definitely a distraction. The NBA is definitely a distraction. I mean, who going to go to a march if the playoffs is on? Yeah, and Pavi was, you know, arguing me and saying, it's sad if people don't do that, don't go to a march because the playoffs are on. It's like, yeah, it's sad, but that's not going to stop human beings from being human beings. We got people out here mad because they got to wear a mask. And I know you one of the people glasses that don't wear a mask. Serious, dog. Serious. It's like, give me the information and let me make up my own mind. I don't want you telling me what the hell to do. I feel you on that. I don't want you telling me what to do. Do you think that these reporters, including guys like Stephen A. Smith, are ha- have been out of line with how they've been tweeting and talking about Kyrie? I feel as though they've been very, very extremely harsh on him purposefully. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I haven't really seen what Stephen A. is saying. I only seen the, the trash that Kendrick Perkins said. That was some trash ass shit. Um. Again, I've been saying this for years. Um, mm-hmm. This is not going to make a lot of sense now, but it'll make sense later. The true battle is not racism. The true battle is capitalism. Racism without money is ineffective. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It don't even matter. It's like yeah. very minute. It's, it's hard to be effective when it when there's no money back behind it. So what happens is you have a lot of people like Stephen A., Keisha, Lance Bottoms. You have all kinds of people who seem like mm-hmm. they're for the people yeah. Say things that identify with the oppressor and it puts them on that side of the line. Yeah. So, you know, you got Stephen A. Smith, he's on that side of the line. You know what I mean? It don't, it's not a racial thing. It's it's on the side of the line of the economics. There's no reason no black person in America should be talking about going to do anything else but standing up right now for what's going on. If that's your truth, if that's what you say you're for. You know what I mean? If, if Stephen A., if, if your rhetoric is race talk, if your rhetoric is all of that stuff, this is the perfect time to focus on it and try to find a solution. We all know that the NBA, we all know the average person lives vicariously through the NBA. We all know yeah. that that's true. We all, the, the world stopped when the NBA stopped. Yeah. Did it not? Football, sports games, all of that stuff is our escape from the real world. And at this point in time, we should not be trying to escape if you believe you know, that white, you could change white folks' tone about the treatment of black people in this country. I don't necessarily even think it's about tone. I just think that now more than ever, because the rest of the world stopped, we have the ability to say where we really hold the most influence and wield the most influence, we don't have to, what if we just hit pause? Like, even the music industry, I'm seeing people have 
label parties and stuff. And I understand people want to release music and all that stuff like that. Because it's for the money. We got to get... No, no, everybody no, no, no. wants to no, get it's not back. Even that. It's not even that. It's, I re- it's not even that. Because I release music. But I'm not having no big label party. I'm not throwing no big party for the label. Yeah, but, I'm but not you, going but you still, for the label you're... for whatever... But you're still an artist, right? So you're yeah, not in the business that. of releasing records. I understand that, but still, even so, even they have parties. Pause, but that's pause. because they're they're in the it, business of releasing records for money. Mm-hmm. So all of this that. is back to business as usual. Yeah. So then, are we ever? So then, how can we really make a difference if literally we gonna see everything that's still going on and say, all right, we gonna just go back to business as usual and just kind of let and then, and eventually the conversation will fade. And then some weak shit like Trump will get reelected and then everybody be like, white people let us down. And I'm going to be looking at every black person like, nah, you helped let us down. Well, because you because you could have put a pause on whatever you was trying to do. That was all high and mighty and still make and take the time to make sure that everything that's going on, you still shedding a light on it and you still making it happen. And also when we see all these labels and stuff, all these labels are, the, are some of the companies that's paying into these private prisons. But every rapper going to rap about it, but you still going to release it through the same Listen, label and then money going to still go to that private prison? Because, again, people haven't realized that this thing about race. Mm-hmm. They haven't realized that this isn't about race. This is about capitalism. It's not. People, and, they, and a lot of people don't even know that's mm-hmm. playing the game, what it's about. But that's why immediately they start talking about money. Everybody's trying to get back to the coin. Exactly. That's the point. Because... Black the black struggle is not more important to, than a coin because it's not more important than my struggle. So again, you know, we had these conversations about rioting and protesting, and I was explaining to you the way you deal with a again because you know we could say the police, which I hate that generic term. We could say the police are doing such and such to black men. Tell me one rich black man they did it to in the last ten years. Tell me when LeBron James got pulled over and they fucked him up. Tell me when any rich black person got pulled over and got fucked up. That just ain't, ain't gonna happen. I mean, I rich, will say, dude, that was on SNL. Problems. He he just said that he got pulled over and put on the ground by the police and fucked up. But I mean, but yeah. also he's not LeBron. S- exactly. But so SNL again, is big to people money, though. Huh? Yeah, I but, mean, but, but SNL is big to mo- people though. But once you have money, dog, it becomes a different challenge. You do something to a rich motherfucker, man, you gonna have a problem. Motherfuckers, I don't give a fuck if he's a rich, he could be the blackest nigga on the planet Earth. You do something to a rich nigga, a, a police do something to a rich nigga. They got resources. Let the police do something to LeBron James. Let the police do something to LeBron James. You'll see the difference. Real <laughs> fast. You see what happened when Kobe in that helicopter plane crashed, man. You seen what happened? That whole company finna be out of business. The whole family finna be sued. You, it's certain things you can't do I mean, to people with money. Other people than Kobe Bryant that passed away on that crash. That uh, was, again, that was, and watch the an rich American and watch tragic, and watch what happened to the rich nigga because the rich niggas niggas die on helicopters every day. It's always a nigga dying somewhere. But you do something to a rich person in this country, especially in this country, you gonna have a problem. So again, if getting back to the money is more important, which I respect, I, I get it. You know what I mean? If that's your mind state, because I don't believe in race, I believe in capitalism as the true core but the fact that you're pushing that narrative what Kyrie is saying if that's what you're about then what Kyrie is saying is dead right and what Stephen A. Smith is saying because he uses that narrative to his advantage as well is dead wrong it's just wrong wrong with two left shoes if that's what you believe in but again if it's getting to that money then you you know say we got it right yeah, and unfortunately, I think that's kind of where we at, where I think everything is just going to go back to what it used to be and how it used to be, and all of these conversations are going to fade, and I'm not stopping any of these conversations on this platform. I mean, like, we have a platform, especially because we just, you know, now we're on MLG of millions now on a daily basis, where even if it's not the whole two million that's going to watch, somebody going to watch it. So even with that being said, I'm going to continue to utilize my platform to do what needs to be done because... I'm looking at everything and I see the game that's being played and we all literally just just continuously become pawns in a larger system. And I don't and I don't really understand why we continuously choose to be pawns when when essentially we as a collective, especially by inherently, quote unquote, changing other people's consciousness as as people claim there is happening as they're seeing these horrific things happen. We're not even going to really leverage that. 
with the with, with you know with the things that matter most. Like we create culture in this country, but when it's time of civil unrest and we have the opportunity to level and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, to leverage the very thing at which we create and which is our best commodity, we don't even leverage that properly. Because everybody's so worried about what's gonna happen when if we say we're not making nothing for however long, when we get back to making stuff, you think people not gonna care no more? You crazy. We create everything. We create the culture. We didn't invent most of this music that all these white kids and all these kids from around the world love to love to dance to and party to. And is and regardless of the generation, whether it's rock and roll or blues or EDM or whatever it is. So if we are the drivers of culture and our currency isn't economic, I don't understand why we don't continuously try to use our culture, which is a culture that we've helped to create. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, which we created and we've continued to cultivate to continue to enrich ourselves. All we do is literally think, ah, well, we just need our bosses to treat us a little bit better and then we'll go back to work. I don't understand that thinking when you can go out and make your own company or you can go out and, and, and force yourself to the point where the bosses that really need y'all, like what the, like literally, what every label gonna do? Sue every black artist if they don't wanna make no music no more? Or they boycott and they say, we're not making music no more? What the NBA gonna do? Sue all, what, like literally, what is, what is white America gonna do if black America ever decide to say, yo, Whatever we doing for y'all, we not doing no more. We only doing shit for ourselves, and we'll holler at y'all later. And I think that's the biggest part of the um, whole not playing the NBA thing. Like, if we don't play, we, like, we have never tried to do that. Like, and yeah. it was like even minority, like minorities that like parking in nine to fives, yeah. working for like people like Chick Fil A's and the McDonald's. You know, the people that endorse like Trump. Um, just like by taking that kind of stand like that enables those people to take those stands too. And now they don't have people working for their company. Now that's every company losing their money. And that's at the end of the day, that's where it's going to hurt them the most. Like, cause we have such a, like a big impact in terms of like just everything that goes on in the world. Like it's even deeper than our talents. It's just the things we do for this, like this country in general. Like we've been putting in work for like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah, man. But like, just that type, that type of stance you take, like, that will change everything. Yeah, I feel you. But everybody, I appreciate all you guys for joining me. I'm allow each of you all to get your plugs in, talk to the people, let them know where you can find yourself at. Glasses, because I'm sure you got stuff to do. Go ahead, talk to the people, let them know where they can find you at. I'm Googleable, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was gonna say that. All right, glasses. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. All right, so, all right. I appreciate everybody that joined me tonight. John W. Davis, I honestly haven't really seen you this fired up before, so I'm actually very, it was very nice to get your perspective. I'm glad you called in. Um, we also need to have another conversation after this. Um, but I appreciate all the fans out there that have been watching on MLG. Shout out to Cam, shout out to Biso, shout out to John W. John W., talk to the people, let them know where they can find you at on the internet. All right, what's going on, everybody? I appreciate the conversation. Shout out to everybody who participated in here. Definitely loved everybody's perspective and context. Much respect to everybody here. And I feel like that's what I want to happen for the, the NBA. I want them to come together and respect each other, regardless of what they decide to do. But you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can just search John W. Davis. All righty. Thank you, John W. I really, really appreciate you for calling in. Um, really quickly, I want your quick 30-second thoughts um, on what you think about the WNBA season um, coming back. Obviously, we'll probably have you on Hoops and Bruce to talk about this, but really quickly, what do you think about the WNBA season coming back? I've been talking to some of the Sparks players. They sound like they're ready to play. They're ready to go. I think that the main thing is going to be how these players manage their mental health. And I think that's something that I want to talk about the next time we talk about this topic, about how they're going to manage their emotional and mental health playing in a bubble for two and a half, three months. Understandable. Um, John W., thank you, as always, for joining me on Real Talk with TPJ. I appreciate it. And we will be in talk. I'm sure you will probably be working with us in the future on this channel. Thank you, John W. I will talk to you later. Cam, I'm going to go ahead and get you your chance. Talk to the people. Let them know where they can find you at on the Internet. Uh, I'm just on Twitter. Y'all can find me on C underscore S double underscore. All right. And you're a Miami Heat fan, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Are y'all going to win a championship this year? Uh, not this year. <laughs> but you know we coming. I, we I coming. 
I was literally ready to say, stop lying. No, no, but, no, no. I'm but, a realist. I'm a realist. But, but you didn't tell a lie, so I respect it. Thank you. All right, Cam, thank <laughs> we... you. All right, B-So, no limit. B-So, shout out to you, man. How you been, man? You been good? Yeah, I've been good. That's been good. Solid. I'm glad to hear that. So go ahead, talk to the people. Let them know where they can find you at on the internet. All right, yeah, you can follow No Limit B-So on uh, Twitter. That's also the gram, too. Um, you can subscribe to uh, Star Dialogue TV. Um, that's where you have our podcast at. And, uh, yeah, shout out to Kyrie, though, for real. I, I agree with him. And I stand with him 100%. Uh, that's pretty much it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, B-So. All righty, folks. This has been another episode of Real Talk with TPJ. Um, I am going to basically end it with, a, you know, I was going to talk about J. Cole. And actually, you know what? I'm going to talk about J. Cole and, and No Name real quick. Um, J. Cole and No Name. Can you stop? Like, literally. Like, I, I understand it. It's cool. But it's not cool right now. Y'all doing whatever, what all these NBA players are saying they don't want to do. And you're being a distraction. No one cares about y'all petty beefs. Stop arguing with each other. Now is the time for unity. Not for us to be making stupid ass diss songs to each other. Grow up. Grow your ass up. J. Cole. Cole, come on, G. Grow up. Literally. And that's all I'm going to say. Grow up. Who cares if she's talking about you? You J. Cole. Grow your ass up. And no name, shout out to you for continuing to speak your piece. I respect you, and I don't have any problems with you. I am sick of hearing all of this, so I got both of y'all ass muted on Twitter. But stop dissing each other. We don't need that. We need more love, empathy, and compassion amongst one another, and no longer to diss each other. It's been your boy, TPJ, and until next time, I will get up with y'all. This has been Real Talk with TPJ. Peace out. Make sure you subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hoops and brews. Make sure you go and do that right now. We will have more content. There will be more voices on this channel on MLG Highlights. We're going to have people from all over the place. We're going to have sports gambling shows. We're going to have uh, random shows. Pavy's going to bring Pav's Daily Hot Takes back. It's going to be all over the place. Make sure that you guys continue to check in and lock in with us. We appreciate you, um, you know, for always. I mean, I'm sorry, as always, for tuning in. I appreciate you. Subscribe to our Patreon. And until next time, we will get up with you later. It's been your boy, TPJ. Shout out to Glasses Malone, Tabiso, John W. Davis, and the homie Cam for coming through and showing love. Black people out there, spread love. Hug another black person. Text another black person. You love them. We all need each other in times like this. Let's keep it rocking. And if you're white, text your black friend. You love them, too. Why not? Why not? And if you're not white and you're anybody, text your black friend. Say, I love you and I appreciate you. Thank you. I'll get up with you all later. This has been your boy TBJ. Peace out.